0: This is the Bounty Hunt Podcast. Bounty Hunters, we don't need that scum. A UTV Patreon exclusive featuring Star Wars news and discussion beyond the expanded universe. I have never met a Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. And now it's time to collect those credits. As you will Bounty hunting is a complicated profession.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to a very special episode of Bounty Hunt. Because it's my birthday. What's up, everybody? I'm one of your hosts, Eric Eilerson, and joining me today to talk all about Andor, episode 7, is two of my best guys who I love so dearly and who are just okay at Overwatch. Starting off, it's Dr. Corey Helton! Happy Saturday, buddy!
2: Happy (laughs) happy Saturday. Just okay is... uh... Generous, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> we had uh we had a birthday celebration with Eric last night. Today's his birthday. Did you say that already? I'm not sure. If I you did. Heard you I, but it means yeah. more
1: when you say it. It does.
2: Happy birthday! uh Thanks, I wasn't man. Listening to you in your intro. Uh, but we played uh we played Overwatch last night. I had a video game party. I don't know if that's what you call that. That sounds kind of lame. Uh, the, we played video games. calling it. <laughs> the youths call it. Let's have a video game party. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, we had a good time. I don't think the five of us, uh, you know, me and you and Charles and Wes and Tim, uh, we've never done that before. Really. No. Not, not like officially. And uh, that was a hell of a time, man. I had a good time doing that. So,
1: yeah, it was a great it was time. It, it, was, it was the Andor of Hangouts, you could say. It was. Because it was freaking it was. excellent. <laughs> um, That's right. And of course, the man who we missed so desperately last week, he was on vacation, um, thinning the herds of all beasts, land and sea. It's Wes Jenkins, what's up, buddy?
0: What's going on, Eric? Happy birthday, man. Thanks, man um yes, I was on vacation uh last week. I was out of pocket or I'd have been on the show yet I was in South Dakota um in Dallas, South Dakota. That's an actual place, and it was the start of pheasant hunting season. Pheasant is a is an upland game bird. It's like a size bigger than a chicken, I guess um but we do that every year. Uh, I had a good time. Uh, we got some footage. I'm gonna make a 10 to 15 minute video of what we did. I'll share it with you guys um, when it comes out. It takes a little while, but I had a great time. I'm back though, so we can talk about Andor. I watched two episodes this morning. It started at 8:30 a.m. I was upset with my dog for waking me up early, yet I'm glad he did. So here we go. Good boy, Doc. <laughs> Good
1: boy. He knows what's important. Also, oh, go enjoy- Astros. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. Okay. We put it in there. How how you? What what's the count now, Wes?
0: We're, we're up 2-0, and we got a game this afternoon, Saturday, anyways.
1: All right, well, I want you to be happy. But you're also kind of a villain, so I accept it. But <laughs> uh, everyone else that is, whether you're an Astros fan, a pheasant hunter, a video gamer, or just an Andor lover, we're happy that you're listening to the show, watching us. Um, if this is your first bounty hunt, welcome. What we're going to do, we're going to do a full spoiler-filled recap of Episode 7 announcement. We're just going to talk about it a little bit. Uh, the last few shows, we've just been each kind of taking talking points. It helps that this happens to be during probably the best Star Wars show we've ever gotten, so it's a lot of fun! So... Uh, so, without any further ado, let's dive into what happened on Episode 7, Announcement. Again, full, 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 full spoilers. We begin with our buddy Zero preparing for his job interview in a high-collared brown suit that his mom hates as word of the Aldani heist travels all across Coruscant. Freaking Wolf Yalaren! Ever heard of him? Gives a speech to the ISB proclaiming stricter laws to be placed on all sectors as a consequence of the heist. Monmothma visits Luthen in his little antique hut to interrogate him about his role in the attack, but instead of being worried about Palpatine's response, Luthen welcomes it. This was his plan the whole time. clea meanwhile, meets vel on Coruscant and congratulates her on a job well done and gives her an assignment to tie up a loose end. Cassian Andor. Meanwhile, Cassian returns to Ferrix to see Marva and B2. Oh, hold on. and B2, our little buddy, oh, and nice. tells them about his recent wealth and invites them to leave with him the next day. They're finally getting off planet after a quick visit with Bix to settle his debts and say his goodbyes. Cassian is ready to go. Von Mothma then attends a dinner party where she runs into an old school friend who she recruits into the inner circle. He has access to her family's fortune and his politics may be just extreme enough to work. Uh, Perrin also totally thinks they're sleeping together, I think, but doesn't really care. It's murky. Uh, Back on (laughs) Ferex, Marva confesses to Cassian that she is not going. Her fight is on Ferex, and she has been inspired by the heroes on Aldani. He can't stay, and she can't go. And although he'll be worried about her, you know, that's just love. Cassian then makes his way to Nemos, or Space Miami, where he attempts to stay out of the way. But before long, Imperial shore troopers uh, take him in on suspicion of causing a little bit of trouble. And after a run-in with a KX droid, Cassian is sentenced to six years in an Imperial prison for being, quote, just a tourist. All right, fellas. That was our latest episode of Andor. Wes, as you said, you watched the last two episodes back-to-back. We did not get your thoughts last week, so I want to start with you. Uh, take us through the last two episodes, uh, obviously mostly this one, but how you liking <laughs> The Eye, and then what did the announcement do for you with this kind of transition episode?
0: So <clears throat> the last episode with The Eye, they finally got to it. After we, two episodes that we thought was going to happen, we finally got the actual robbery, the heist, if you will. Um, I thought it was great. It was fantastic. I, I've i been noticing like a bunch of these camera spots where they're focusing in on one of the rebel leaders, let's say Tamron, and then it moves over to Nimic as Tamron walks. They didn't change the camera angle, but they just changed the focus. It's mm-hmm. fantastic. They did such a great job with this show. Um, but the whole... Uh, what, forgive me. What are the, yeah. um, the uh, the culturalists or the, the, the people that are on, uh, um, Oh, the Donnie's the Donnies. Donnie's. Yes. Yeah. I saw. So the Donnie's were great. I love that part. I loved how he gave them. I don't know if you're supposed to, uh, throw your gift into the fire once and <laughs> give it to you. Right. that could be a, that could be a ceremonial thing, but that's okay. maybe rude. You know, <laughs> just to say, yes, but I, of course, when any heist goes to plan, means it's not gonna go to plan. So right. you, had, um, you had an, an Imperial officer over here, something over the, the comms, and eventually sent some, sent some um, soldiers and TIE fighter pilots out to um, chase after the rebels, which was great, um, but they got away. Um, at the very end, I didn't see, um, I didn't see uh, Steen, Skeen, right? Skeen, Skeen, yeah. Skeen, I did not see Skeen uh, being one as to um, want to go against the rebellion yet. He was his own rebel, and it didn't surprise me though. So, yeah. <laughs> great episode, great, 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 great episode. Um, I did think that Andor was going to stick around with the rebellion, but yeah. Man. So as as he ran, um, and I got into episode seven, the announcement, um, it kind of they kind of built on that as. Andor did a, he's a one it was a one time thing. He just went in there, get mm-hmm. the money, he's out. He's going to go do his own uh idea of freedom, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but I saw a lot of like immaturity in him and a lot of um Sure. Yeah, and then I saw a lot of uh growth, I guess, of Marva because she's not going anywhere, right? So, uh, we'll get we'll get into yeah. all that, but um Yeah, fa- like, I mean, Corey said, this is like one of the best Star Wars shows that's ever been made. And as I'm watching, you know, he told me that last night before I watched these two episodes. I was like, that can't be real. I mean, you know, <laughs> the Mandalorian and it's really hard to top the Mandalorian. But damn it. These last two episodes really solidified that they have progressed ever since the Mandalorian came out two, three years ago. It's mm-hmm. so good. It is so good. And you don't have to be a Star Wars fan to like this damn show. No, you might need to know, like. Who some of these droids are? You're like, oh, what's this little metal thing that has <laughs> that speaks English? And then you know, ask your friends and go on Discord, come and talk and chat with us about it. But you don't have to be a Star Wars fan to like this show, which is great. And I think that's kind of the premise of what they were doing when they started this show. So, yeah, they need, they need to market this thing a lot better. They need to put this on Sunday Night Football or something.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Don't let people actually watch. <laughs> be like, hey, listen. There's this is awesome spy thriller y'all are missing, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's so accessible. I'm glad you're loving it. I'm glad it's so good. I, I think maybe, maybe later today I might do the, the episode six and seven back to back. Maybe that's how I'll spend my afternoon because it oh, seems okay. like a good time, uh, so Corey, we did chat, of course, last week about episode six. So I want to get your your episode seven thoughts, all the way from Cyril's high collar to Space Miami. What did you What did you think about
0: this one?
2: <laughs> uh, I'll make a small correction to Wes. Um, what I said last night actually was not that Andor is the best Star Wars TV show ever. I actually maybe am in the camp that I believe that Andor might be the best Star Wars production of any Star Wars anything. Yep, that was like the quote. Oh, a leap. <laughs> In everything like <laughs> i honestly am just totally blown away with how good the show is like the writing is perfect the the graphics are as close to perfect as you've ever seen like well, i almost think we'll this might be uh, part. yeah uh it's fine <laughs> there there's a couple of small tiny little moments but i mean so was i mean there was a, a painted mural in empire strikes back uh behind you know lando and Pin mm. and the Falcon so <laughs> yep. you know yeah <laughs> uh, I, I, I like this is going to sound like blasphemy and maybe this is recency bias but I honestly would consider and or maybe better than Empire Strikes back at this current moment which is unbelievable frankly um I really just can't believe how good this show is I mean I've seen people the only criticism I've seen online I've looked for it actually I, I searched reddit for it uh this mm-hmm. week and it's like the only sure. thing that has any merit whatsoever is people are like it doesn't have any lightsabers and Jedi and stuff in it. And I'm like, I didn't realize that those things were part of like like that is what defines Star Wars. I don't think it does. Mm-hmm. I mean maybe that's because yeah. we're such maybe that's because we're huge fans of just Star Wars in general and the whole gigantic universe of it. Um mm-hmm. I just I just I honestly just as silly as it sounds I just can't believe it. <laughs> I can't believe yeah. the show is as good as it is. Um I know I've said this about a lot of the shows and Kenobi and stuff, but this is really set the bar really, really high. Um and uh, I'm having a blast. I like this past episode. Um we were talking last night and uh Charles uh yeah, I'm gonna out him on the show. Uh Charles said this was maybe his least favorite, I think so far is yeah. what he said. Um he's not and, here today. Uh, that's right. We told him he was not <laughs> show that, because he he's, sucks. He's
1: busy. No, no, no. We're like <laughs> get out.
2: <laughs> Sorry, your opinions are invalid and we don't tolerate those <laughs> things here. Uh that's not true. Charles is doing something else today. I don't know what Charles is doing. He told us he was partying earlier. So I don't know. Uh, anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. This, I, I thought this episode was, I thought this episode was fun. I enjoyed this episode for different reasons. I think that I've enjoyed any other episode. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the political intrigue is high in this one. That's some of the things that I want to talk about today, especially is mm-hmm. the, all the the games of chess between the different political organizations yeah. that we're seeing on screen is just so much fun. And I'm really, really digging. Um, and uh yeah, I enjoyed this episode. I thought it was uh very very good.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I mean, agreed with what you guys said. This one, I mean, it just keeps improving on itself. The show, like each, each episode, is so good, and this is such a completely different episode than episode six. And I think that's what really is bringing Andor to the next level of what you're saying, Corey. Like I am kind of in the camp of of this might be the best thing that Star Wars has ever done, and I think because. When it's an action show, it's the best action show. When it's a quiet intrigue show, it's the best yeah. quiet intrigue show. Like, it's really flying around all cylinders. And this episode, we went from a giant, like, high-quality CGI chase with TIE fighters and the eye and glorious epic spectacle. And this one, we had, like, a five-minute scene of Mon Mothma at her dinner party talking about how yeah. she is the knife at the throat of the Empire. And I'm like, go yeah, off! Dude,
2: like, what a it was line, just so, by the way. Good Lord.
1: Yeah. I, I, I just, I was so, so intrigued by it. And then, like, we get these moments in this episode. I loved getting it back to Ferrex. I, I mean, I'm not sure if we're going to get back there again. But I loved getting one more scene with Marva and B2 and, and Bix. And just, like, getting those, the ramifications. Because I think oftentimes in Star Wars, we get these big set pieces. And then we move on to the next one. Um, but I, I, I called this episode the, I won't say the word on the show. But it's the uh, mess around. Was episode six, and this is the find out is as episode seven. You can put your own curse word in there if you like. But like this is literally Cassian being like, Great, I did a thing and I'm done. Oh my gosh, I forgot. Yeah. I made my entire planet now hostile for everyone I love. mon coming to Luthan being like, Oh my god, this horrible thing happened. Luthan's like, yeah, that was the point. If no one yeah. dies, if no one suffers, then no one's gonna get mad enough to start a revolution. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh my god, right that's that's the plan is that you have to get people incensed and it's it was just so harsh to see that again of course ending with now cassie and realizing i'm gonna go retire in miami i'm gonna go like you know bounce around women again i'm just gonna have my yeah. money whatever and it's like no nah, dude you made it like what a day or something <laughs> and then you just got six years in prison um yeah so, being paranoid <laughs> yeah so um the first thing I actually do want to talk about uh, – l- let's go right to that Mon Mothma line, uh, Corey. I know we mentioned it. And let's talk about her because mm-hmm. she – it's not a huge part of the episode as far as minutes goes, mm-hmm. but I think it's huge as far as impact. We see her um, kind of go to Luthan and really call him out, but then the, this dinner party scene, which I thought was just marvelous. She finds her mm-hmm. her childhood chum from Chandrila, um, who – I love, I love his line of like, my politics might be a little extreme for you. And she's like, Oh child. Uh, like, <laughs> like, wh- what did you guys think about her being that <clears throat> one brutal with the way she talked about herself with being the knife and the stone and that stuff. But also she was very blunt about like, yeah. I am going to basically try to overthrow the government. what did you guys think about this whole thing? Yeah.
2: I loved all of this, man. Like this is one of my favorite political moments in this entire show so far. Um, I there was just a lot to digest about this. I love that I love that she continually told him to smile and to laugh yeah, and smile, to keep the smile. yep, keep mm-hmm. the keep the look up. I love that um you know that he's like, you know, I don't know that you know, look at look around. Like it's, I I relate with that guy a lot actually. Mm-hmm. Like I really am kind of I don't know. I'm a fairly anti authoritarian person in, gen- in general. Mm-hmm. So
0: sure. like
2: <laughs> It's a, he's looking up at me. I know. I know. So like, <laughs> you know, like I, that is my that would that would literally I would talk to my friends like this. Like, what are you doing? Look around at this ridiculousness. You're surrounded by this empire. Mm-hmm. Like you might find my politics a bit. Uh, what does he say? But
1: what for, my ta- uh, for I- your take? I, 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 bit it, I think it was strong, like extreme, strong. something like that. Strong. Basically, he's my saying policy, like I'm a little talk. too left for you. Is, yeah. Yeah. is what yeah. he's yeah. saying? Yeah. I
2: thought, thought that politics a bit strong yeah. for you. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. A great line. I, I thought that I was
0: great because he thought he was like the most extreme, and I she's know. like, "Give me a break." <laughs> yeah.
2: There was a there was a subtle moment too that I don't know yeah. if this appears in some other media, um, but she said uh, something about like a line that he had said in an interview or something like your your point about me being yeah whatever, weak weak-willed mothma was particularly cruel mm-hmm. is what is what she said but that oh, is yeah. really what sealed that really sealed the nail in the coffin of my image is basically what she was saying so thank you yeah. for that um and like her face when she says it's all fake it's a lie like it's yeah. it's such amazing acting um
1: Ooh, it was very very really good that's his name Tay Kalma. i was looking in the, in the net i think that's him at least
2: yeah i mean i loved that so much and he's like what are you talking about exactly and she's like uh i can't tell you i won't say it
1: yeah
0: like mm-hmm. yes, she didn't reveal her cards it. all her cards just no. just a little bit yeah i need to access awesome. my family's money
1: yeah. you can do it and you know that if i tell you you're gonna be implicated and you don't yeah. want that because I'm actually way further than you think. Then, and just, yeah. uh, then
2: she liberating. sealed it by repeating a line to him. You might find my politics a bit strong for your taste. Yeah. I was like, yes! that was just utterly brilliant. <laughs> Trinity utterly O'Reilly, brilliant. man. Brilliant. D- this- don't tell my husband anything. He knows nothing and he can't be trusted as he's yes! walking over. Bro. Dude, her
1: I'm, <laughs> I'm he just, can't I, be this, trusted.
2: Uh, this whole, the dialogue in this scene is arguably the best dialogue ever in the history of star wars like can yep. you tell me any other dialogue that's better than this this was brilliant utterly no. brilliant
1: and 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 i love Wes. you brought up this screen cap here on the on the video like the framing and the camera work yes. is showing them literally Looking. behind the like they're behind, hidden they're obscured the they're they're hiding yeah. in plain sight like God. this was such an and again they're both playing the game we're yep. smiling and he thinks he has his whole facade and throughout the scene she's like i love what you say Corey. she's prodding mm-hmm. him like Stay with me. Stay mm-hmm. with me. Keep it up. Mm-hmm. Keep it up. And yeah, that that end of of her saying that about Perrin, about confirming what we know as audience to say mm-hmm. he can't be trusted and she knows that she's in control and then the camera immediately goes to him and he's like, "Oh hello, old school friends, are we?" Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and no. She's like, "Yes, you little idiot." Like, <laughs> "Oh god, he has yeah. no idea."
2: I love uh, that he's, I love that, uh, this guy too, the, in the blue, I forget, what did you say his name was? Uh,
1: uh I already, fr- Tev Koma, maybe?
2: Yeah, something like that. Anyway, I love he, Koma, is, yeah. yeah, I love that he is kind of like, like, he's the one that came in with, with, you know, I have strong political opinions and I hate the empire. <laughs> and mm-hmm. she slowly reveals to him about the rebellion, basically. And he can't like keep it together. Like she has to keep telling him to put the, put the act back on because she's such yep. a pro at, at being this facade and, uh, mm-hmm.
0: And I love this.
2: Um, she kept so much. telling him
0: to smile, and I didn't see one instance where he was smiling in this whole conversation. Nope. He was just—he yeah, looks—he like looks shaken in every one yeah. of these
1: scenes. Shook. <laughs> he shook straight up. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah.
2: And you know, I will to change gears a little bit too. If yeah. if, if you're right with that, Eric, right. that's um, great to to compare and contrast this with the the other political intrigue to me, which is some of the best politics we've seen in star wars so far is um everything happening at the isb yeah Um, because that (laughs) was also brilliant we got that back-to-back with this with this stuff um so i love that we're getting good guy politics and bad guy politics i mean like this stuff is really really fun in the books i love tarkin tarkin is Mm -hmm. such an excellent novel but james Luceno, he's really good at writing those those like games of chess if you will like between the Mm -hmm. different uh between the different Imperials. And, uh, I think my, my, favorite moment of all of this was, uh, that's, uh, what's her name came forward with all this evidence or whatever. And he's like, come with me, we're going to have a walk or whatever. I really expected him to be like, you know, thank you for, con- I expected two things to happen either mm-hmm. to say, don't ever call me out in front of everybody ever again. I thought that mm-hmm. might be what, what happened or, sure. or that you're right. Uh, you pointed out some holes in my strategy and, uh, you know, I'm now putting you in charge of, of finding that. I thought that was going to happen. But no, the only thing he says to her is watch your back. There's no watch commendation your back. There's no we're going to improve our systems and be better at, at at controlling the situation. He just says, watch your back. And I thought that was really brilliant. I totally yeah. took me by surprise. And uh, it just put into perspective this whole like political stuff that's happening at the ISB. I love her character, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, she- Dedra. Yeah. Yes. I hope that Dedra continues to be a, a great villain, and I hope that we get to see her do some stuff to confirm that she's a, a villain. Sorry, my mm-hmm. dogs are going crazy. Do you, um, that's do you,
0: do you think that um, throughout this, well, I guess the rest of this season and next season, she becomes impressed with the rebels? Um, with like their scheming and the way that yeah. they manufacture all this, that she's like, maybe I'm fighting for the wrong side. Maybe I, I can maybe see that. I don't want that though. To be yeah, clear, I, I'm, I'm, I'm
1: losing that a little more episode by episode. I think I as too. she's growing. Like this, the fact that in the meeting she, like they basically, she gets called out for her integrity mm-hmm. and uh, by Blevins, and she's like, yeah, go for it. What do you got? And, and then Levin's he says all this sucks, stuff, and then she's dude. like, cool, I found this, 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 and Partigaz is like. You were right. You're taking over that sector. We're done. Watch your back, kid. I think yeah. that alone, she's like, you know what? I am playing this freaking game, and I am the only one that actually understands the rebel threat, and my boss's boss's boss understands that. And I think she's going to keep going. I-, I do think, though, we might get the story of her um, her drive to climb the ladder and not watch her back yeah. as much is eventually going to become her downfall.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, it's eventually. You- Take a look at this screen cap here. If you're watching live on YouTube or if you're watching later, she's only a little, two little blue squares away from being head of the table. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> look at that. The squares <laughs> tell a story, two man. Two blue squares. <laughs> I, <know. So. laughs>
2: I, I really enjoy her character. I hope we get to continually see a, a, a woman villain. I feel like we've mm-hmm. not really had a, a great example of that um, in Star Wars. So I'm, I would really love to see. Uh, there's lots good. of them in the, in the books. Yeah, Adventures is oh, great. Yeah. Um, but like an Imperial, uh, woman. Yeah. Yeah. price as well. in rebels is another great villain, but mm-hmm. uh, although I hate that price at the, in the end is sort of made out to be incompetent. I really hate yeah. that.
1: She's second fiddle to uh, Thrawn. She's a, a, she a pawn is. in his own plans. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I would like
2: to see, I would like to see a big, scary, um, woman Imperial, like, uh, what's her name? Uh, Darla. Is that her name from the X-Wing series? No, no. Oh, uh, no. uh, uh, uh,
1: uh, oh my gosh. I can the feel last, Jared and Freddie yelling. Is,
2: I know. One of the last books is named after. <laughs> is called?
1: there a Y in <laughs>
2: it? Yeah, yes, of course, <laughs> the book I was thinking of. Yeah, Isar. Excellent, scary, cruel, evil Imperial villain from the books. And this character is a lot like her. And I wonder if she's mm-hmm. loosely based on her in some ways. Um, hmm. uh, big fan of this stuff, for sure.
1: Yeah. The Imperials are doing a lot of really freaking cool stuff. And the fact that we get the the rebellion and the empire are both growing kind of at the same time i during the show i think it's really smart i'm glad we're not just getting an imperial episode and then we're not just getting a rebel episode and not just getting like we kind of wondered that that was going to be the case in this episode um but i'm really glad they didn't so that was a lot of fun
0: Did we get yeah. to point out the the head the head head of the table <laughs> that started the the whole show and we, that you talked about in the summary, hit, Mr. You hit here. Yes. What a great Live action idea right here. It looks pretty spot like on, you know?
2: Yeah. It's looks just like him. Is he the guy that announced that he's the one that said all this stuff, right? That they now have all yeah. this authority. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Why is he, is he in charge of, is he actually head of ISB or is the other guy head of ISP? They also look very similar, which is a little confusing.
0: Well, I mean, I would say that he has some kind of authority over the other guy because mm-hmm. he has five little blue squares. This guy's got three red squares. So huh? um, I imagine that he is like his his <clears throat>
2: I'm gonna look this so we up. Have supervisors and we there's have there's a, a Wikipedia article that has all the pictures of the squares. <laughs> well, <laughs> so I it believe it right
0: he's now. the the managing authority over uh, multiple sectors. And then the other guy just has his own sector that he's managing. i'm I'm assuming that's kind of what where where we're lying with this one. but um, I scroll along here. I want to get a I wanted to get a shot of what, didra Didra? he had he Dedra? had three and three, Is that what he had yeah, he had three and three. okay Oh man and I forgot about this whole episode of uh oh, it was different in the beginning. Um, oh, it was in the it was in the the it was in the um, I'm sorry the um, episode before when I forgot what the the man's name was, but it's like one of the the head guys with the goatee and the gray hair, and he couldn't get his belt to close, and he was like, "Somebody didn't pack this away right, and it's because he got fat." So oh yeah, the commandant, <laughs> the commandant, <laughs> yeah, like, that was last yeah. episode, but I'm I needed to bring that up because that made me chuckle. Well, we're
1: seeing so many <laughs> different types of them, too, right? Like, Yularen is so competent, and Party Guys is so competent. And then the Commandant is, like, he could have been used just as a, as a blumbering comic relief. And I feel like if this was, like, a Rebels-type animated show, they did kind of do that a lot. Like, mm-hmm. use their incompetence for comedy. And like you said, Corey, when they did that with Price, it, like, kind of deflated that arc a little bit. And I'm glad that even if the Imperials are making mistakes here, we're still seeing them as <clears> – as, impressive and i think yeah you lauren and part kind of in with the tie fighters from episode six of the mm. empire is scary dude this is a fascist yeah. government like yes respect and- how terrifying they are the stormtroopers miss everybody yeah cool they're also making horrid laws that are really scary you know and they, yeah. yeah and they
0: have the firepower and the military like prowess mm. to back all that up so yeah even if you don't enjoy the laws that they're in they're they're um putting upon everybody not, yeah whether it be imperial like sympathizers or people who mm-hmm. don't care about the empire everybody's getting it now and it's getting yeah. it like with a heavy heavy fist like i wrote in the description but um <laughs> <laughs> it's nice it's
1: good yeah thanks well, and, I, and i want to ask you guys about that too because you know we get that scene near the start of the episode with luthan like we, we're getting just little teases of luthan now in the episodes and i really like kind of checking in with him he's like a nice um grounding presence for us mm. Um, mm. and what'd you guys think about his brief talk with Mon? Cause she was, she thought, oh, oh my God, have you heard about this? Was this you? She was so shocked. And were you surprised that Luthan was like all going to plan? This is exactly what was supposed to happen. Yeah. Give me more money. People are going to die. Deal with it. Like he was yeah. pretty cold about that.
2: Yeah. He was. Super cool to finish this one. Thought about the rank thing. Uh, uh, oh yeah. Blue. Yeah. Okay. So there's blue, yellow, and red are the different colors, and it kind of represents mm-hmm. like what forces they can call on as a leader. So blue oh. is uh, blue is intelligence. Red is navy. Uh, is uh, oh. So the fact that all these other people have blue squares means they're intelligence. The fact that Ularin has blue and red means that he's kind of a middle person. He can call on the navy and on intelligence which is that makes sense why he is explaining that now they have the authority so watch pay attention to this maybe in the next episode next time we see them maybe they're all going to have red on their on their squares that would be because the
1: military and intelligence are are meshing separate
2: branches Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, uh uh-huh but there's there's also yellow which is uh ground troops right it's the army or which is why thrawn has and there's white also which is something else i don't know what white is uh Wow. White. I'm not sure what white is. But yeah, so maybe
0: it's by Thrawn it. has all the it didn't go low uh, enough to it. be seen. <laughs> <laughs> and the thrawn cover. Thrawn has got he's
2: got all the different colors, right? So I, I don't know. I don't know anything about if the ranking stuff is like this in real life. But anyway, that's just that's uh, awesome.
1: That's a Here Star Wars. That'd be interesting oh, yeah. to
2: see. There we go. <laughs> see like, all those different colors? Yeah, white is something else as well.
0: Yeah, so uh, we got yeah, we got I, I have blue, yellow, and red. Uh-huh. Yeah, Our throne alliance is there. And yeah, there's
2: white. I think there's white on there too. Well, maybe not. I can't see the white. I
0: yeah, think anyway. it's just like it's just glare. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So <laughs> wow. we'll see. I, I, and when I when I did the Google search for it, um, it had specifically Ullarins. Uh, has specifically three oh, cool red and three blue. So I don't know why why exactly that is. So they know sure. her. That's a that's a captain in the navy and a com, uh, a in the navy. Cap, yeah, it's a captain. <laughs> is the rank, but anyway, anyway, sorry. Deep dive there. And I might have been right. It's hard to. Legends and canon is a little bit different. And I don't know if what I was reading was exactly. Mm. It. But anyway, the point is pay attention to the colors. Maybe they'll change now. That would be fun. Like yes. if they change them slightly, it'll be a nice detail to notice as a. Yeah, I see the evolution cool. as it goes yeah. on. Um, anyway, back to Luthan. Um, yeah. You know, you're asking about, about Luthien. Like I have my. I have an interesting theory that I wanted to bring up with you guys about Luthien, um, because he is sort of turning into this like character that m- maybe mon mothman didn't know what she was signing up for a little bit like he seems to be he seems a little bit more like uh in justifies the means kind of guy mm-hmm. a little bit uh yep. and uh we have another character in in star wars who is very much like this and you guys know who i'm talking about Wes is doing a sawing motion i appreciate that <laughs> if This were sarades. i would get that right uh saw guerrera <laughs> uh fellas yeah um yeah i i I thought this big time uh when we saw this i'm like is i'm wondering if we're seeing the development because you know i I can't be the only one that's asked the question like where the hell is luthan during the rebellion stuff right like why isn't he around yeah right so and why is he not in rebels why is he not a character why is this Mm -hmm. a new character rather than someone we've seen before and Mm -hmm. i almost wonder if uh if luthan is like the the divide between the rebellion that was like Mm -hmm. saw guerrera's group and you know the council and you know, Mon Mothma's political secret group is like. You think that's what we're mm-hmm. seeing here? Is this going to develop into that? Mm.
1: I think so because we we know Saw is going to be in the show at some point. Um, that's we right. We saw him in the trailer. So Luthen talks to him, and I and I and I I do think that he's definitely trying to to live in both mm. those worlds, right? I think that he does think that mm. he's doing the right thing. Like those silent moments that Stellan Skarsgård just acts out brilliantly every time we get a moment of him. You know, with without dialogue. You can see in his eyes that he is really kind of struggling with how hard it is and, and the level of sacrifice mm-hmm. he has to make. Like, he'll be really blunt with Mon and and be strong when he needs to be. But, mm-hmm. you know, a couple episodes ago, he was listening on the thing. He's worried about the heist. And even now, he, when, when she leaves, he's, like, worried about the money. And I yeah. think he's almost at the edge of his rope. But I do think that he is telling himself, like, I'm in it now. I, there's no going back. This has to be worth it. And I think Mm -hmm. that I'm getting the vibe that he has tried to either create rebellion or create or get people to talk out against Palpatine in all the good ways he's tried to play the game. And he's like, the only way this works is if people see their friends and family in pain. And I know that Palpatine has so much pride that he will fight back relentlessly. And this will cause people to suffer. This will be bad for a while. But that's the mm-hmm. only way to get people to, to listen. And I think that's unfortunately the most relatable part of this show because that's know, how yeah. real change seems to happen in our world is that until it's in your backyard or until someone that you know is affected and in, in, in hurt in some way, right. Right. you know, it's hard to take action. It's like, oh, that's uh, that's like Coruscant or that's the outer rim or that's a endeavor country like, I don't know. But then like the Aldani heist happens. Now the laws are, are changing no you have people occupying your planet i think Luthen's like yeah. that's what had to happen and it sucks but <clears throat> and i mean he's not wrong yeah. i guess based on wh- what we know happens
2: <laughs> i don't yeah i don't it's hard to it's hard to this is conflict there's a lot of ethics around this and war a lot of ethic discussions yeah. around the concept of war in general right mm-hmm. and uh you know as big of a history buff as i am about this is something i'm very fascinated by is the mm-hmm. concept of the ethics and morality around warfare and uh, i love that we're exploring that a little bit in this show i wish we could get really heavy discussion about it maybe we will um if if it's sure. ever going to happen in anything it's going to be in this show <laughs>
1: right like, my gosh <laughs> like
2: uh, we need to like uh, i want to see i want to see the rebel alliance have the atomic bomb discussion you know like mm-hmm. Do, mm-hmm. you know does uh, would does using the atomic bomb you know if we can predict that it's going to make the it's going to end the war like should we use it right there's a lot of fascinating historical debate about that should the
0: United States? we we had
1: that in rebels remember that rebels arc where saw Guerrero had the giant kyber crystal Uh that was kind of what that was almost but I but I think if we get that in live action where they're planning that because saw come on it's Saw Guerrero, we know he'd go there
0: are we talking about the death star Uh, is that is that the atomic bomb I mean, it could be in this universe, I, just really, it is, I
1: guess, really
2: any scenario around the idea of like, we're going to kill a whole bunch of people and mm-hmm. that are honestly innocent bystanders and in all of this. Mm-hmm but we have to force the empire to act. We have to, this is how we win. You know, mm-hmm. that sort of discussion is, is very interesting and fascinating ethically because, you know, yeah. we can see how that's going to play out. Mon Mothma will very much be in the camp of, no, we cannot do that. Right. Yep. Like it yep. doesn't justify it, but, and then Saul Guerrero will not be in that camp. Right. So I would love to see that divide that we sort of get explained in rebels, which has truly, really never been explained um, yeah. very well. So,
1: yeah, that would be really fun to see. And it- and of course, we're already seeing these moral splits on the smaller end because your, your, your point on that note I see here, Corey, is we then get the scene of Vel and Clea. Uh, um, also, Vel didn't recognize her until she started talking. No. What a great no. transformation. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Seriously. But getting... How timely. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> but now she's getting the mission to essentially now kill Cassian from Luthen, Like... We got to tie this up is, loose ends. This was,
2: a, this was an interesting scene a little bit to me. Um, it felt a little bit like the dialogue and scenery and the secrecy of it all was sort of implying that uh, Luthen's not involved a little bit.
1: Did you guys get that vibe? I think Luthen wants his hands clean of it at this point. Maybe,
2: maybe, but we are taking all that at her word here, which is very interesting.
0: I'm seeing her Um, as a as more of an authority figure than I had originally thought of. Exactly, all of us. Exactly, I guess.
1: That's a great point because she is saying like like, uh, chill out. You're not going to hear anything about the the heist tonight. mm -hmm, Luthen, go do this. Like.
2: Yeah, exactly. Are we gonna get the, the roles flipped a little bit and he actually works for her and not he works, she works for him? I, I don't know. I that's interesting. That. Mm-hmm. I would love that as well. It'd be a nice little uh, you know, play of the hands there. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, th- I found that seemed to be a little odd. Like I feel like yeah. we're supposed to read into it. Like the dialogue choices were interesting. Mm-hmm. It's implied that yes, he read your message. Are you stupid for contacting him? Like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> like I really I really I expected him to be here and it's like he doesn't care about this kind of – I don't right. know. It was weird to me. It was weird to me because we had no we had no signs uh, before this that Luthen instructed her to go out to meet Belle. We had no signs that Luthen read a message from her like, I don't know. She's always <gasps> in that back room.
1: Oh, you know what? remember that oh a couple couple episodes ago he said I got careless she said what do
0: you mean oh, he said yeah yeah I hired she's someone trying to fix it for him yeah, yeah. maybe she's
2: trying to tie up the loose in herself yeah exactly I get, I get some kind of vibes like about yeah that. like because I don't know
1: yeah the, also did you guys notice that the 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 symbol on the ground that she saw was the uh-huh. andor symbol from like the, the show I is, saw that, is that it that, yeah, yeah. I thought at first I thought it was the Crimson Dawn symbol for a second I was like whoa uh, but it wasn't a full circle. But I'm like, oh, that's cool. How they're like organically fitting that in. It's kind of, it's like yeah. seeing the Mythosaurus skull in Mandalorian. It's like, hey, <laughs> I know what that I is. Also, yeah. Uh, yeah, right oh, yeah, there.
2: There you go. I also didn't recognize this character. I have no idea what her name is. Um, Not Val, the other Kleia? woman. Clea? yeah, yep. I didn't recognize her at all. I thought I had a moment for a split second where I thought it might be Princess Leia, to be honest. Um, oh, which would be very interesting. I don't know if we're gonna do go there. Um, but yeah, when she's walking f- and she's really pretty and she's in these clothing. She gets yeah. off, this, she has some of the facial features a little bit that, yeah, she's a little uh,
1: old because I think Leia's about at this point would be 14, yeah, that because it's five right. years before Yavin, yeah, yeah.
0: But everybody I mean, has like a, a a different look. You have your rebel yeah. look and you have your put up business casual look. I guess. Oh, yeah. So like, they all, and they have different mannerisms as well. So, yeah, obviously, speaking, obviously. speaking of
2: that small detail, too, I love that uh, that uh, I don't know anybody's name. So I really need to have a character sheet in front of me like this is ridiculous. Oh, I I'm have uh, IMDb B. in another window as we're
1: talking. I know. Straight up. <laughs> the, the, the
2: ISB woman. What's her name? Dara? Dedra. Dar- Dedra.
1: Dedra. Dedra. See, cool. this is calling... why you gotta collect Funkos. The names are on the box, oh, my God. and then they, yeah, they yeah, you that's learn true. them.
2: <laughs> yes, uh, uh, Dedra. She 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 called out that guy for his tunic and stuff. Yeah! Like, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. He's like, sorry, uh, uh, sorry, sir, sir, ma'am, De-
0: sir, ma'am. Sorry, uh, it was, was good.
2: It was good. <laughs> I like Freaking that. Idiot. It's idiot. <laughs> I know. It, it's 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 just it's reinforcing that you and your two
0: blue it, stars. I know. <laughs> and you're and you're asleep. Is that
2: white? Hey, it to be white. Is that blue or is that white? I think it's blue. You think it's blue? Okay. Oh, it's just the all glare. We're seeing. Yes, yeah, the glare. All right. No, no, I was getting excited there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway,
1: <laughs> um, yeah, this was neat. This was neat. Yeah, lots yeah. of clothes stuff this episode because we had that and then we had you wearing a brown suit. It's a brown suit. I had it tailored. Like I yeah, love I that. We <laughs> I mean, keep going back to that idea of like appearance is, is so
2: key. Appearances. On yeah, that's a, it's a key uh-huh. theme about the show is yeah. appearances, man.
1: Yeah, your, your clothes have to be on point, so you fit in, but mm-hmm. also no one looks at you, so they can't see what you're doing. But you mm-hmm. also have to show status. And, yeah. like, the the aesthetic of Coruscant um, is, is incredible. The architecture, oh, my God. Like, all these apartments we go yeah. into are just unbelievable. But the costuming is also just so on point. And I love going from Vel specifically. <laughs> you know, we said she was so unrecognizable. Going from poncho, hair up, sleeping in the dirt, to, like, wearing heels of uh, uh, hair has got a full blowout. Like mm. I, I am a Coruscant elite. I couldn't be a rebel. Of course yeah. I didn't do that on Eldani. Like
0: mm. God,
1: candidate. it's just so the great
2: Coruscant, uh, They've really nailed it, man. Like it feels <laughs> huge to me. Yes. Right. I think it's Massive. the, uh, I, w- I was thinking about this when I was watching, um, um, Again, the characters I was watching the, the woman we were just talking about. Uh, when we were watching her like get off the transport and walk around mm-hmm. and stuff, like mm-hmm. we see a lot of people walking in like low ceilings and but they're wide open spaces and low ceilings and so it, it implies that it's like very tight, like everything is yes! very squished together. Like, even though Coruscant is this massive city planet, like it's really easy to blend in because everything is so squished together, like a yep. huge major city. Look, look at these hallways, like are called short wow. the ceilings, yeah. yeah. Like,
1: and you're being in watched. The, I mean, the troopers can see right. everyone at all times. You exactly. never have a moment of of um, being hidden, yes. which is what's so great about their meeting when they do have to find this one clandestine place, which is weirdly uh-huh. open. It's in contrast.
2: Yeah. And even look yeah. at the, it, it, Wes, if you find a picture of where they meet too, like look at this scene as well, because mm-hmm. the the lines and the architecture, it feels very cramped in city, even though they are had this mm-hmm. weird little like private space that they're in um and uh i love that the architecture continually reinforces that yeah look at this like how cramped it looks even like it feels Gosh. like we're underground it feels like we're we're underneath something like we're underneath yes. a parking garage or something right yeah, like right
0: because i love columns. that like
2: cor- exactly so like coruscant feels it feels really squished to me it feels like you're yes. like you're in a, a new york subway all the time yeah they I, ran I, out I of
0: room it. on a planet so they had uh-huh. to keep building up. That's insane, <laughs> yep, right? Exactly. An entire yeah. city yeah. planets. <laughs> I know. And it's we 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 con- never... Duracrete. Sorry, not concrete.
2: I know. There you go. <laughs> and we we've, we've never really captured that well in Star Wars media. Like, right. Uh, all yeah. the all the Coruscant that we've got in like the prequels and Revenge of the Sith and stuff is wide open. You know, we're in the Senate. We're in the J- yeah. Jedi Temple courtyards. Like we're in these gigantic wide open spaces. And this show has is really depicted Coruscant really really well with all this yeah. architecture and, and
0: concrete and big fan yeah oh my okay i just went through i'm gonna completely flip this over do um, it um in this picture here is this not where they're keeping like the the data like discs that from oh, rogue it does one like that
2: it oh like,
1: like some like, of them at least yeah yeah wow that does look scarif like, uh, was the big like uh, like I seem like it was like the backups, right, or, or the original hard copy oh. stuff. So this yeah. is probably like a, another leg of the ISB.
0: Yeah, yeah. It looks great like he's catch. using cool. he's using those controls to yep, uh-huh. like reach out and grab one of those discs. That's cool. Good catch. Wow, that looks
1: great. Yeah, that's awesome. Great catch. Now um, I want to take us to, to to a second. We're talking again. One of the things I love so much about this show is that we've been talking for like you know. 40 minutes about all the great stuff in this and we haven't mentioned the freaking titular character who is also great in this show but it's because everything is so amazing right it's no dig on him like everything is just so good so i want to i want to take obviously his main scene when he goes back and he's like my plan is finally done i did my job we can get
0: out of here oh that's the main scene
1: well, for him oh yeah okay. sorry <laughs> <him>. okay okay <laughs> we did get to see in the, the full Cassian uh let's be clear this was sorry This Eric. beautiful man Diego <laughs> you're doing well good job that anytime fitness membership is paying off um <laughs> but not a sponsor but I do want to say um the, the scene where you know he's talking to Marva and they have their moment about you know I figured it out we can go and he's so excited and the doublespeak they have with her being accidentally inspired by something he cannot tell her about, yeah, and she yeah. can't. So he hears her being so proud of him, yet he can't accept it. And, I mean, Fiona Shaw, I, we said before, as Marva, like, her, her scenes are short, but they're so impactful. She's a true master of her craft. I think this was her best scene in the whole show, of her being like this, I love you more than I've ever loved anything else, and I can't go. And mm-hmm. I was just, I mean, this, it really, really hit me. And I think Cassian is love.
2: That's My just love. God, what a line, dude. Like, like
1: it's her son. Yes. And he's like, I, you're so proud of me, but I can't tell you this. I and I, know. you think I'm abandoning you and Ugh. running away, but I'm not. And what was that in response to? What did you, what did he say? He's like, it's like, he's like, I, he's like I'll never like, not, not worry about you. If I, if you don't come with me, I won't stop worrying about you. And she said, that's just, just love. Good lord, Uh, what dialogue! Like, I'm getting getting goosebumps right now just talking about (laughs) it. I'm telling you, I just every single
2: episode the dialogue just shakes me, and I think it's, I think it's, I think it's just because I'm just not used to it in Star Wars. Like, it's, yeah, Star Wars is just so classic for having like a lot of kind of cringy dialogue in places, Mm -hmm. or it's it's cliche, not not cringy, not the right. There is cringy dialogue, right? There is noticeably bad dialogue, like Attack of the Clones level dialogue, right? But like. And it's, it's actually, it's like, we're, we're yeah, let's yeah. go
1: to this planet. What you're saying, it's, it's very exposition and it, and it's exactly. funny because it pushes the story,
2: but these are just emotional conversations. They are, you know, and they're capturing it really, really well. And they feel realistic. Like they feel, they it do, doesn't yeah. feel like, it yeah. doesn't feel like TV conversations where things are rushed. And it's like, people don't actually talk like this in real life. Like it, yeah. it doesn't feel like it feels real and heavy and man. That, that yeah, whole converse- was, uh,
0: yeah. That whole conversation and when I said earlier, you see the immaturity in Cassian and the maturity mm-hmm. in Marva. Like she Ooh, says that yeah. she she cannot leave because I mean, a practicality. I'm too old. I'm keep running the entire time. But if I'm away and we're hiding, how am I supposed to be helping the rebellion, right? And so, <laughs> yeah. and Cassian's like, I'm trying to get out of here. I got all this money, and we we can be safe and we can be away from this. Yet he's going to be this whole this whole empire, the entire like military prowess, all of the jurisdiction that's being weighed heavily down on mm-hmm. pawn. Everybody is going to, it's going to increase. It's going to fester. It's like a virus. So he's yeah. not going to be able to do anything. And Marva's like, we need to do something here, you know? And this, yeah. that that whole line about her, um, uh, putting on her best jacket and walking through the town yeah. square was amazing. That was, that was, was the first to- yeah, time. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't even
1: touch on that. We saw the flashback mm-hmm. of what happened was to his dad. Um, and obviously, yeah. like, we, we heard about point. this. I, I it not mentioned even, it.
2: Yeah, I would not even thought about this character. Honestly, I forgot that he kind of existed yep. uh, Clem. until this. We're, yeah, Clem. Yeah. Um, real
1: Clem, not fake Clem. Yeah,
2: real <laughs> Clem. Uh, also, these were clone troopers, by the way. Yep. That was brutal. This was Republic um, era, man. Yeah,
1: dude. That was yeah. horrifying.
2: New Empire. <laughs> like, this is, yep. uh, you know, New Empire stuff that we're seeing. That was that was dark. And they hung him in the square like dude, yeah
1: we saw it like, and, and i don't blame and she talks about yeah. like the trauma of walking in that area she's like i always take the long route. i always and we know we see mm-hmm. her with the cane so that's hard for her like she has taken a physically more difficult path out of fear for years mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden because of something that he did yeah he <clears throat> real i think this is where the wheels start to turn is that he helped his own mother find the strength to overcome the trauma about his father mm-hmm. on their on their home and she's like, she was so proud when she said it too. You could see that even though she's telling him goodbye, she's like, I did this and I stood up to them because of these heroes on Aldani and I and I can do it. And I'm just like, Mom, like you're, you're and he, ah, uh, this is what this is one yeah. of my yeah. scenes of the year, man. I, I, this it was. Is just that was very,
2: very good. She's like, I'm too old to like stand by any longer. Yep. I'm just like, oh man, it was so brilliant. Like to see yep. someone who's not really capable of standing up, like, feel this huge urge to stand up. And he's like, yeah. he's like, what are you going to do? You can't do anything. You're too, you can barely walk. And she's like, "There, things need to be done. I will find yeah. something to do. I will find some way to contribute. And I like, I just love that. It was very, very good. Yeah. Um, also, I want to bring up the, uh, I want to bring up the kid in the flashbacks as well, running at the troopers with the spear, which we immediately yeah. moved on from. What was yeah. that about? I think that was Is that.
1: I guess was Cassian. Was I would it? assume. Because was it he ca- no, 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 no. No, he was in it. You're right. It was just another kid. Trying to be know. a rebel, right? Maybe. Rewatch like, like, it now. Uh, yeah, but, I, yeah, don't yeah, yeah was, it Cassian, I don't know. That was that was sort of think. it was sort
2: of odd being in there. I wonder if that's going to come back and be some kind of important. I'm not really sure what they were trying to portray with that. Um, yeah, I don't. But,
0: um, every time that 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 part pulls up, <laughs> it's always a it's always a view of Cassian's face, mm-hmm. and then it cuts to that actual scene. So it's like yeah, thinking it's, hard, and then it cuts to that back this right, right here of him, like, him thinking about that. I don't know. It doesn't
2: look like him though. Cause we saw him as a kid earlier in the show and he doesn't look like, yeah, look like that. Just somebody else. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's very interesting. Maybe it yeah. is supposed to be him. He's just a little older or something. Yeah. Um,
0: Maybe he's know. thinking that that could have been him. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. <clears throat> Maybe. But it's, it's such a good well, picture. And, and what I love about
1: going from this, troopers. like combining this part of the scene to the end of the episode, um, it i neamos yes yeah, i don't know space miami i'm always gonna call it space miami because that's absolutely <laughs> what it is um is that i love that this is the episode where cassian realizes that he's kind of accidentally been a bystander mm. his whole life right mm, and yep. he's the one thing he did just now inspired his mom and the entire planet so like okay great i'm still gonna run away from it i can just fade into the distance now and I think, honestly, the end of this episode, where him saying "I'm just a tourist," which he legitimately was, he did not do anything wrong at all uh-huh. at the end here. Mm-hmm. But I think this mm-hmm. this is the thesis of the show. This whole scene, I think, is, and I think some people are gonna like say, "Oh, mm-hmm. is this the one where there is the k droid or cool stormtroopers?" Mm-hmm. But this is the moment where Cassie realizes if there is a fascist government, there is no such thing as just being an innocent bystander mm-hmm. because. Yeah. No one is innocent if someone has a bad day, if there's absolute power. It doesn't matter if there's any reason to arrest you. It doesn't matter if there's any reason to imprison you. They can just do it if they want. And I think this is Cassian's final moment. Like, he's had the heist go wrong. He's seen now his mom be inspired. And now he's been like, I can just mind my own business and be arrested. Screw this. The Empire's got to go down.
2: Yeah. He uh, He also seems very unhappy here. Um, in the beginning yeah. of this episode. I mean, he's got yeah. the beautiful woman, you know, he's kind of living it up, uh, but he's still, he's still having to look over his shoulder, right? He's got this, yeah. he's mm-hmm. got a sick like hollow a little bit. Gun. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. There's money in it. And like he's still kind of having to live this life, even though he's in this luxurious place. And like, mm-hmm. and like the empire is even here. Like, and, yeah and, and uh
0: shore troopers from scarif though
2: Love the i love that armor when
0: they first showed up the, i was like is that a short trooper it's like it is it is <laughs> a short trooper fantastic oh, i love that it's one of my favorites uh, yeah. i
2: think it is my favorite armor of any any trooper armor we've ever seen Same. um mm-hmm. also k2 droids uh they're yep. here yep. i had a moment yep. i think we all did of like is yeah. this the k2 yep. like, i don't think so uh, I, I don't think so. it's not uh, i think no. i think we're probably gonna get that though maybe um, it's season two Yeah.
1: But yeah, um, that, and then a uh, uh, little Easter egg. Uh, the the trooper that uh, was telling him to like calm down, sir. That was a Sam Witwer. Mm. Little, little Easter oh, egg. No he did the voiceover. Yep. Really? Yep. Darth Maul himself.
2: He was so conflicting yeah. too. Like he kept saying like different things. Like he's like, "Why are you running?" He's like, "I wasn't running." Like God. It's like, "Why are you getting angry?" And he's like, "I'm not angry. Not, not angry." It's, it's so
1: it's so chilling because it, it legit reminds me of like those those horrible like body cam videos you see in real life of people getting arrested of like. Gotta calm down. It's like I'm calm. What I'm doing? My hands are mm. up. I'm doing everything. And it's like, I know. It, again, it's, it's riding that line between being so uncomfortable, really realistic, intense, and, and also uh-huh. being like Star Wars. And I'm like,
0: damn, Gilroy's guys. You, he gets mm, it. Uh, you're really, he really, really.
1: This is a he great does. still frame of a person who's flying through the air. West this is a great pause. <laughs> well, he's <laughs> oh, yeah. dragging.
0: He grabbed him and flung him up. This was the yeah. worst CGI in the in the show. But <laughs> you know, like, you thought it was bad. Oh, I thought You're it was bad? real bad, dude. Really? I thought it was terrible. I I
2: did I didn't notice oh. Let me show it to you. Play it in real time. Play it in real time. I'm, I'm
0: playing it in real time right now. Okay, so the K two droid just just give a come on, man. Okay, that looked bad. You're right. <laughs> You're right.
2: You're right. I thought it looked yeah. bad. All right, that that was subtle. though. I didn't notice it the first yeah, time. Yes, not Pointed it out. to <laughs> point it. Out. I'm just but, listen, I'm so I'm so focused on this on this on the ships being bad CGI. I'm just so pleased that we've fixed that somehow. It looks so They're, good. Like, I don't I don't notice stuff like that, I guess. So
1: Where's the Mothma Lego ship, guys? It's right there. We've seen it now multiple oh, man, times. Good stuff. Yeah, this yeah.
2: uh now, the last episode uh, was just so good. It was very good. The last arc I wanted to bring up briefly mm-hmm. that we continually come back to. I still have no idea where the hell is going to go is the Cyril arc. Yeah. Um- Do it. Couple small things about this one that I found really funny. One of my bullet points here is watching TV in Star Wars. That's a thing, apparently. I don't know, Wes, if you can find that one specific shot, but he's sitting there eating his breakfast or whatever, arguing with his mom, and there's a TV uh-huh. on. They're casually yep. watching the news in Star Wars. We've never seen that before. Mm-mm. That's very funny and interesting to me because we 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 generally see people communicate via hologram and things like that, and. The news, the hollow net, if you will, has always been a thing in the books and it's media has always been a huge thing. So it's funny to see it in Star Wars. Like, yeah, look at this TV on in the background. It's just just, it looks like a it looks like a tube TV, man. Like yeah, it's like built into the the wall. Yeah. Like the nineties or something. Like it looks the way that. (laughs) TVs portraying, yeah. like, Back to the Future or some shit. And, <laughs> and I love it. And another <laughs> yeah. thing that
0: I noticed is that his mom has every appliance you can purchase at the store. Like yes, she does. <laughs> yes. Like. she does. Her countertop. She does. That's who she is. Uh, she's a victim of consumerism herself. <laughs> oh, hilarious. yeah.
2: She loves it. Yeah. I uh and uh, uh, now he's got this job at this at uh, the government. I guess he works for the government now, and they're gonna wipe his record clean. That was interesting.
1: Yeah,
2: um, yeah. We, we now it, have an out. In, like, to data do that.
1: Anal- some kind of again analysis desk job. The, the the desk job of the empire. You know, just yeah, oh, fuel like,
2: uh, fuel purity. Is that what it is? It's like yeah. it's Wes's job. Fuel, this is what you do, Wes. That's what you do, Wes. <laughs> <Purity. Is> that-
0: <laughs> Look. Look, ah! this this damn shot of this I was like, god, Oof. is it really creeping back into my like into my non-work life? <laughs> just like, this this your, is a real I would life be West? I would be in one of these somewhere. Yeah. And they'd this, be looking also, over looks, my shoulder. Uh, Are you googling something now, Wes? Are you on fantasy uh, no. football right now? No, sir. <laughs> exactly. <sorry>. I'm not.
1: <laughs>
2: this, this guy's was... playing
0: solitaire or galaga. He thought it's we wouldn't it. notice.
2: It's... This was brilliant. Um, This was brilliant because we're also getting a a little bit of the of the insight into, you know, we're seeing Cass, uh, you know, Cassian, who's who's having to like try he's trying to run from the empire. Right. So we have that style of hiding from the fascist Mm -hmm. government of running from the empire. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not a problem if you never look up a type of scenario. Right. And then we have this type of running from the empire of like, I'm just going to blend in right like yeah. nobody can bother me if i just blend in and like mm-hmm. and, we're, and we're gonna see it all come undone right we're gonna there's no yep. way to hide from fire like even if you're just doing your job and blending in like you know, this ha- look, look at this dude the the brutalist architecture in this and the the imagery Gosh. here is oh man dude, the patrolling so the guys good. the people are patrolling the cubicles like yeah
1: he's like this. i did my job and now i have a sh- i have this awful office job and he's like and i love it. he they don't really do this a lot but he's almost breaking the fourth wall like looking at the camera mm, like yeah, office yeah. style of like
0: is this what i'm really about for my life what is, is my purpose you pass <laughs> butter
1: cereal oh my god <laughs> like exactly
2: this. <clears throat> he looks very unhappy. He looks like he can't let go of this Cassian thing. It, he mm-hmm. got he got a little fiery uh, when he was explaining to his new boss that why he got fired from his last job. Um,
1: yep, for doing and, my yeah.
0: duty. Essentially, He's going to clear you know. his name.
1: I
2: doing everything in
0: my power to clear my name.
2: And First. the guy's like, whatever. Sure let's just do that right weird. now. And he just checks the box, I guess, and yeah. wipes his record clean.
1: Which like, was also uh,
0: infuriating, right? Right now, yes. you gotta uh-huh. yeah. You got to be like, wait, you could just
1: do like that. Has to be. I don't think it's, it was freeing at all for him. Like Cyril, really seemed to be like, "Oh my god, why this one thing destroyed my life?" I mean, and you can just press a button. I know. You can just press <laughs> a button.
2: Right. There's <laughs> genuinely, there's genuinely no redeemable quality to the empire. Like part no. of him, he feels all this conflict. And I love the this actor too. By the He's way, his great. his his emotion. I cannot read him. His emotions are just. He looks just so mm-hmm. filled with turmoil the whole time. Is like. Like he feels like he got what he deserved in a lot of ways. Yeah. Right. Like sure. he yeah. feels like he was he was right to pursue this justice of getting these two guys killed, of these two guys that got killed, right? Yeah. But he also now feels like all this was his fault. Like he got a whole bunch of other guys killed. And like he so he feels all this turmoil of like I kind of got what was coming to him. The Empire was right. So like he probably has these mix of feelings about this and like yep. The sense Jeez. of a loss of justice for some bureaucrat to just be like, oh, we don't really care about this. let's just wipe this off your record, is like you say, Eric, it's infuriating <clears throat> for him. Yeah. Because like his entire sense of justice is being challenged with all of these scenarios happening. And yep. uh I still have no freaking clue where this arc is gonna go. It no. feels like it's nope. it, it feels like it's gonna be very, very important, whatever it is. Like, is this gonna be the big bad? Is he gonna get sucked into like the ISB, like we we have this background about Dedra of she was a boots on the ground kind of cop like character, right? and so yeah. is he.
1: Well, right? so here's my here's my thought now. after this last episode, mm-hmm. we saw Dedra now officially because part two guys gave it to her, uh, control of the Ferric sector, right? Yes. She's now taken over. She gets all the records. I get I bet what name is gonna come up in those records related to this heist? No, yeah. I think and she's going to go and, and say. Now he's hey, working
2: on Coruscant, right? Are so these on I think gonna, He is on Coruscant, yeah, yeah. right?
1: Yes. Yeah. I think she's going to show up at his cubicle and be like, Are you serious? He's like, Oh my gosh. Yes, please. And I, th- I think she's going to get I think, him out.
2: I think I think she's going to show up at his mom's house and she's going to be there. And he, she's going to go for dinner.
1: What? You can't you can't
2: <laughs> go work for the ISB. You can't oh, do that. And, and, and mm-hmm. Dedra, and he has his own wow. mother hauled away uh, because he's loyal to the real empire and she is, he doesn't care about her. That's what we're going to see. That's my, Ooh. that's my, that's my gritty <laughs> prediction.
1: That's really great. Oh yeah. my God. That's great. All the while, this is going to be happening while we have another freaking like jailbreak. Uh, arc. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Over oh, yeah he's getting out
0: somehow because he's going to break him. Oh out. yeah. Him six years until mm-hmm. he got out. He's like, Oh yeah, I did my time. i going to break him out. out Four years of good behavior. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, or Saw Gerrera
1: shows up and pulls a Rebel Rising and just slaughters literally everyone at the players and he's like hello he opens, <laughs> the, hatch. No, he opens oh, the hatch
2: come my child <laughs>
1: <laughs> we have to get to season two <laughs> <laughs> that's how it ends that's how the season ends oh, oh my gosh yeah got so many I can't we've, we've gotten seven incredible episodes and now so <clears throat> looking ahead we know as, as far as the structure of the last five episodes go, we're going to get a three-episode arc with the same director like they have, and then we get a two-part finale. So that is our, our ah. next five weeks looking ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't checked who is the creative people on the next three episodes myself yet, but, I mean, <laughs> given how good they've all been so far, I have no doubt to the quality, uh, any thoughts on what the next arc is going to bring us? I know, we're, again, we'll probably get that, breakout thing or do you think we're mm-hmm. going to get more ISP stuff do you think we're saving that for the finale what's a uh, brief speculation what's coming next
0: ooh okay I got to speculate. I got a speculation I, I can speculate um, <laughs> I can do that <laughs> let's say that the rebels they find out that Cassian <clears throat> is in prison mm-hmm. and they're still chasing him down because Cassian's got to go he is the he <clears throat> he could like unravel this whole thing for the rebels he could narc essentially yes yeah. <laughs> Narc. Um, no, so Freaking Narc. <laughs> they break him out only to try to kill him um, and kind of uh-huh. get away from that link and then, you know, be able to move on with the rebellion. So I figured they break him out and then they try <laughs> to kill him. But he kind of he either gets away. He convinces them. does something. But I think it's them that because that, that's such a it was such a small piece in this episode, I think it's got to be bigger mm. next episode. they got to kind of crescendo that into something like you got to get this fixed. Mm. understand uh-huh. so that's where I, I think it's going.
1: I like mm. that uh, I' like I, also that. Tell you, I did just check the director for the next three is the director of the first three uh okay. Toby Haynes, same guy
2: interesting okay i uh my predictions are that uh I have a bunch of them at this point uh, I think um. It? I think that, um, I think that Vel is gonna decide she doesn't want to work for Luthen anymore because, mm-hmm. um, he sucks. <laughs> he, mm-hmm. He's too, he's too crazy, right? It, mm-hmm. She wants to work for a movement. She doesn't want to work for a, you know,
1: assassin, essentially. assassin,
2: yeah, assassin type of thing. And I think, I think, Saboteurs, in some way, assassin, exactly. <laughs> I think, in some way, Vel is gonna get hooked up with Mon Mothma and, um, Like that's that's how Cassian is going to lead to. She's going to hook up with Mon
1: Mothma. I hope so on screen. (laughs) Hey, Perrin, you deserve it and more and worse. <laughs> uh, Everybody on this I show is... watch that
0: show. Everybody on this show is way too hot. I just have. They're to say all that. so
1: attractive. It's wor- it's they worrisome. Are. Mon um, Mothma's anyway. hair
0: is friggin' perfect in every one of these scenes. It's perfect.
1: Yes. <laughs> Shout out to yes. the hair and makeup department. It's
2: incredible. So beautiful. Seriously. Uh, yep. Anyway, so I think uh, I think Belle's gonna get 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 Cassie out of jail. I think they're mm-hmm. gonna they're gonna get. Um, with uh, connected to Mon Mothma somehow, um, I think that's going to happen. I think Sal Guerrera is going uh, to be end up linked to Luthen some way, and they're going to we're going to see a divide in the rebellion, like I've already said. Um, you already heard my crazy prediction for Cyril I think he's going to go ISB. Like I think I'm in the camp. There's yep. two camps. You, you got to be. He's rebellion camp or he's empire camp, and I think he's empire. Um, yeah, I think that's where I'm at right now. Yeah, um, I think Cass is going to get broken out of jail. I think he's going to get get connected with uh, Mon Mothma, like I said. And uh, what's the other big thing that's happening right now?
1: Mon the Mothla, big works. Cassian,
2: um, Luthen, ISB stuff. I think the ISB stuff. I yeah. think I think she's going to end up with more and more um, power, essentially, until she's ultimately beaten in some major way in the yeah. in the finale. I think is what's <clears> going to <throat> happen.
1: Yes, I think I agree. I think that with her, I think she's definitely going to recruit Cyril. Um, for information, I think the final two parter is going to be on Ferrex. I think she's going to basically hold Marva and be too like hostage for Cassian to come back. Um, uh, interesting. I interesting. And I don't know if everyone's going to make it out of Ferrex. Yeah, um, I don't think
2: so. I forgot about the Ferrex people. That's the arc I forgot about. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think that she has something there. Uh, I think the next one though, I, Yeah, bringing Vell in was very specific. So I think that she's going to be given the orders to break him out and kill him or kill him in prison or something like that. But I think she's going to tell him that and say, no, I think this is bigger. But I also think that Cassian is now on the upward trajectory of joining up. I think that Mm -hmm. he is now agreeing that he can't just stand by. Um and I also think we'll probably get some we'll get some new characters, I think, for this for this breakout. I think he'll meet he'll have a cellmate, you know. We we didn't know Vel, any of the Vel cell in the first arc, so I think we're gonna get yeah. another ensemble of folks. Um mm-hmm. and I think he'll probably work on the breakout episode eight, work on the breakout episode nine, get out of there episode ten, and then the big shout out in eleven and twelve. Or it CJ, in the, <laughs> in the, CJ in the
2: chat brings up the manifesto yeah. um a little bit. Oh yeah. That. Um, I wonder if they're gonna find that the government or the empire is gonna find that that Cassian has that. Uh, that oh my was god! Very damning. That's, that's life very in damning. prison at that point. Uh, or execution. Am I, ex- am I executed? Maybe that's how everybody finds out where he is. Like the rebellion finds out Ooh. where Cassian is. Is they're like, we caught the guy. You know, like maybe they put it on, yeah. the, on TV or something. I don't know. Oh
1: my god! And it's like the end of Pirates of the Caribbean where they take him out to execute him, and then they're like, Cassian <laughs> Andor, and then they all storm the square, and that's how they break him out. And they're like, This is the day you almost caught Cassian Andor. <laughs> But wait, that's and not somebody his Somebody shoots the rope. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, it'll be a swashbuck in good time. There's going to be political intrigue. And I don't know, maybe Perrin will get like food poisoning or something. I don't know. He's got to have something bad happen to him. I'm sick <laughs> <gonna laughs> of this guy. Stubbs
2: is still going to hang out. Her kid sucks too. Interesting that we're continuing yes. to make her a character for some reason. Is that going to come back? Is she roughly I, the same age as Princess Leia? Actually, I think she is. Hmm, that's yeah. interesting. Maybe they're in like the same club or
1: something. I don't know. Maybe like in student maybe, government. <laughs> maybe she overhears no, something. Uh, junior Ma- Senate, right? That's the thing. Junior Senate, maybe, yeah.
0: Maybe she overhears something Mon Mothma is talking about, and she just outs her mother because she's not really. Ugh, I don't like that, but it's very plausible. <laughs>
1: <laughs> whatever like the that. most, if we've learned anything from Andor, whatever the most emotionally painful and exquisitely well-written way there is to solve a problem, that's what we're going to get. Uh, <laughs> oh my god cannot wait uh of course we do have to wait which is the unfortunate thing because andor is going to be back next week as will we Talking about episode eight uh gosh this show just continues to blow away all our expectations we hope you're all enjoying it as much as we are leave us some comments let us know what you're loving so much about andor head over to our discord channel of course uh, where everyone is using spoiler tags uh to talk about the episode but my friends for now that will do it for this week's episode of Bounty Hunt. Keep your eyes out next week for our next hunt, and we'll be hunting down episode 8 of Andor for the next arc. A special thank you to Brian Dooley, Patrick Ortiz, Earl Q, Robert Thomas, and Carl Sander on our Jedi High Council, and James T, Elizabeth Cloutier, Ashley Ingalls, and Sally and Chris Eilerson on our Alliance High Command. Go ahead and tell us all your thoughts about Andor in Discord, on Twitter, wherever you want, and be sure to follow our main show at Living Force Pod. You can also follow us individually. I'm at Eric Ellerson. Corey is at Corey M. Helton. Wes is at Boss Wes. And Charles is not on the show. Come back on. You get your Twitter back. (laughs) Until next time, everyone, may the force be with you.
0: Woo! You've been listening to the Bounty Hunt Podcast. Yeah? Good. To learn more about other Utini Patreon exclusives, visit utini.com.